and thanks for tuning in. This is the Gloves Are Off Sports Podcast. My name is Jim Drumheller, and across from the bar here is my broadcast colleague. Jim Bruno. We're going to be talking Eagles. We're going to be talking year and rap. We're going to be talking about surprising and disappointing players with the Flyers. We'll be talking about why they don't rest their goalie. Why are you not resting this guy? We'll be talking UFC 207 fallout, and we'll be talking a little bit about WWE and the Royal Rumble. Uh, if anybody has any questions or comments for us after the show, go ahead and hit us up on Twitter or Facebook. The gloves are off. And uh, let's get started, Jim. All right, man. How's it going? Eagle season <clears throat> is finally over. Yeah. Merciful end. Yeah, I guess. Merciful end with a little treat. We got to beat Dallas as a practice squad. Yeah. And the Giants before that. But yeah. I... That was not a practice squad, but. The yeah, Giants yeah they were, were playing for a fucking playoff they're spot. They're up and down. The Giants yeah. really don't impress me. All right. So let's kind of, let's get right into your surprises and disappointments, dude. All right, well, we got some surprises at this point. The surprising players this year really showed more than I expected from. I had a, I mean, obviously, there's obvious ones like Carson Wentz. Yep. Well, just elaborate on elaborate on that a little bit. You didn't expect a whole lot from him. You expected him to ride the bench the whole year. You expected him to hold the clipboard. Yeah. And actually, not even be dressed. Even when they traded Bradford, it was like so. Chase Daniels, our starter. Like, oh no. No, they quashed that pretty quickly within within minutes. That thought didn't exist. Within minutes, yeah. (laughs) So I remember uh, the text I got. I was like, "Holy shit!" I was over at my parents. Yeah, but um, you know, you didn't expect much, especially with the talent around him or the lack thereof. You didn't realize that you didn't have talent around him until you got into the season after the fourth game, after the third game. The disappointments list is a lot longer. Yeah. Uh, But we're gonna I'm gonna try to keep it to a pretty narrow, concise list. Sure. Um, I'm going to go through my surprises. Well, All right, yeah. One guy that really shocked the hell out of me was uh, Darren Sproles. Darren be, Sproles? To be his age, his you know his stature. I mean, he's been doing it for Fire 11 man. years and or whatever it's been. For, he's been in the league. Sure. Um, but just for him at that age to come out and ball out the way he did surprised me. It was a great surprise. And um, hopefully we'll see a little bit more of that. Absolutely. Well, one more year of it. Yeah, he's retiring after next year. Right. Which is a shame. And see, now it comes into a thing where I don't want to let him go, but maybe the merciful thing to do is to trade him to a, a contender because we are not going to be a contender next nah, year. I mean, if he wants to stay here, he can stay. Yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, he's going to write his exit. Whatever he wants to do. If he says, you know, hey, look, Doug, look, yeah. now we got, you know. Now going back to what I always say, it would save us some money on the cap. Sure. Four million right off the, Just, right off the you know, Give him a but, handy and send him on his way. Yeah. But the problem with that becomes replacing his his skill set, and that's going to be very tough to do. Especially he's, with the shallow running back pool we have. He's not a running yeah. back, but he's the closest no, he is, thing we got. He is a running back. He's, he's not still, an up and down every now and then. Oh, no, 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 no. He's especially running back. Yeah. But he's a running back, by, for sure. And he became, uh, throughout the season, you saw that he was Carson's relief valve, his, his right. uh, safety net. So I got a disappointment for you. All right, go for it. Fletcher Cox. Wow. That's a that's a great one to start with. Yeah. I mean, it's one thing to... to 
signed a hundred million dollar, whatever yeah, it was, got the big, the big money contract. Big money contract. Yeah, Albert Hainsworth, exactly. It's one thing to sign that contract and be the guy that you're supposed to be, where it's you're occupying two defenders to let somebody else go free, and you know you get your sacks every, you know. And in, and in a uh, 4-3 defense, that's what a defensive tackle does. Sure. It's supposed to eat up two offensive guys so, you know, linebacker can blitz or even Benny Logan or a defensive end can pull a stunt and get around or whatever it is. Right. He just wasn't doing it. So that one, you know what, um, I'm going to agree with you on, on my little list over here. I had the whole defensive line. The whole D-line. Oh, every one of them. Just completely underperformed. Yeah. So for the money, it wasn't, now it wasn't Fletcher Cox money. but the Pretty money you paid, everyone that got a new contract on that line. The money you paid Vinnie Carey. You yeah. got you got nothing out of them, absolutely nothing. Yeah, we did touch on that last show. Yeah, that was uh, we wind up with like three, four sacks, maybe something like that. It was, nah, that's not gonna work. And I know that they he was playing off, you know, uh, what maybe forty percent of the snaps again. Sure. Um, just that tells you, you got to get rid of Barwin. Yeah, he's out of scheme. He's not a scheme fit. It's just not. It just don't fit. Now, I, I think what just... what we can do, dude, is we'll just bounce back and forth. Right. Between uh, surprises and disappointments. Sure. Uh, who would you say is next on your list? Number four, we'll say. For a uh, surprise? Yeah, if we're going to rank them, number one, we already went through our number one surprise, Carson Wentz. You kind of went out of order on me there, but that's okay. Um, number four, surprise for you. Who would you say you're going to put in there? Boy, it's tough. There was not a lot of talent on this team, but I'm going to go with Chris Maragos. Maragos, okay. On special teams. a little teams. obscure. Okay. <laughs> I mean, he is a special teams maven. That's very, that's what he's in. He's a very specific player. Mm-hmm. And that's he, what he's in here for. That's what he's. That's why he was signed. And that's you know, that's very pretty quietly very good season though. Yeah, yeah. So my number four surprise was Jordan Hicks. We Jordan saw Hicks. flashes last year. Um, then he got hurt. He pulled. He ripped his triceps or whatever it was. I uh, was having a pretty actually. I'm not going to say quietly, but he was having a great year last year. Yeah. Um, I think it's hard to pick up where you left off, and I sure. definitely think that he that's exactly what he did. He just picked up right where the hell he left off, and uh, I wouldn't be surprised for him to be a Pro Bowl player next year. Yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see how that works out. Yeah, I mean, we got to put someone in there, right? Someone's got to go. Is yeah. it the baseball rule? You got to yeah. at least one? Yep. All right, so dragging it down again, back over to the disappointments. Oh, there's so many to choose from. Nelson Aguilar. Okay. It just okay. seems to get worse with age. <laughs> so he's the opposite of wine. He's he's the opposite of wine. He's cheese. Yep. I mean, I don't even know that we need to spend more than 15 seconds on this guy because it's pretty pretty obvious yeah. why he's a disappointment. I actually didn't Watch have him. <laughs> I didn't have him ranked as my number four disappointment. Okay. I had DGB ranked as my number four okay, disappointment. Okay, yeah. Because the guy showed some, some flashes. And, uh, yeah, but he, I, I kind of give him a pass because it's a brand new scheme. He came right in. Yeah, I mean, that... I, I understand that I can say, but I had high expectations for him. I and can't one work of the things, out why he's not a good slot receiver. I can't work that well, they don't, size. They don't all, they don't often put him in the slot because yeah. that's where Matthews plays and and math in with the correct talent. That's where Matthews will flourish. Yeah, you wait and see when he's not the number one option out of the slot. Yeah, he's going. You know, um, but DGB. My thing for him is the guy's six foot five. Yeah. we tried some fade passes to him. He's a monster. He's got but alligator arms. Yeah, he just, it, it's not there. He's Todd so my question and my point to this was DGB. I have my little note here. Can he even catch? Can he catch? I don't know. That's He's better than Aguilar. That, well, you may be. Yeah, I may be. Another guy, another surprise. All right. One of my buddies I watched a bunch of the games with, he said, keep an eye on this guy, keep an eye on this guy. And he's a little bit older. Another guy that, uh, that well, Schwartz... Well, team's a little older. Eh, well, 27. We figured out their average age is 27. 
This guy's a little bit older than that. However, I, I feel that uh, he's still got plenty in the tank for next year. All right. Nigel Bradham. Nigel Bradham. Nigel Bradham had a decent year. He had a really good year. Yeah. Re- really, I think on a better defense, he might have received some accolades. Man, maybe. You know, if, if Cox was doing what he needed to do and, and uh, the cornerbacks and the or whole thing. on bit. a better defense, he would have he played. I don't know. But <laughs> Now, since you already kind of stole Aguilar from, from me. I did. You did. Well, you that's fine. No, no. Well, I don't know who yours are. Mine are written down in front of us. Yeah, I didn't. Another I... disappointment to me, Leotis McKelvin. Leotis McKelvin? Uh... I mean, he wasn't. You didn't bring him in as a, a you know a big signing. I didn't expect much. As how he would how he would call him a band aid. Yeah. And he sucked as a band aid. Oh. He was he was just terrible. He my note for this guy is band aids. Yeah. Go off twenty minutes after you put it on. My note for this guy is just simply really with a question mark. Spend the you... whole day trying to restick it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that was him. Now this one. Oh, he was bad. This one really shouldn't. He shouldn't have been a surprise. But getting up there in ages the way he has, dude, really kind of. Uh, surprised me that he played this well. That's Jason Peters. Jason Peters. I mean, Jason Peters had a hell of a year. He could have. He led the league in false starts. We had, we know the whole stat. And you know what? He could have been called for a false start on literally every every Everybody. play. Every play. He was just very a, eager. He's a half step, half step, just too soon. Right. Um. Usually now, the older folks get a half step behind, but not him. Yeah, he gets a half step ahead. And they say what that is, is that's because he knows he's, he lost a step. His reflexes are off. No, his reflexes are good. It's just that he's trying to gain the advantage. Right. He knows that he's a little bit slower than that DN coming yeah. at him. Number the one. Dis- here too. No, he's still under contract for like two more years. I doubt it. No, he I is. I doubt he's going to finish those years. Uh, he's coming back next year. Well, yeah, he'll be back next year. They might. They may he'll do some kind of extension or yeah, whatever, whatever. Um. Number one disappointment, Lane Johnson. Yeah, and not, not for his play on the not field. Not for his play on the field at all. Not really at all. They were five and one with him. I mean, they were uh, what three and one with him, three and one, and they were was. Well, it? he suspended ten, so he played six. Yeah, but he had the two at the end of the year. Started out, yeah. So okay, yeah, they were undefeated with him at the end of the year. Yeah, so five and one total. Yeah, uh-huh. right. yeah. I've never seen an offensive tackle derail a whole team to the point where your defense actually played better when he came back. How yeah. the hell does that even that's, happen? Yeah. That's they weren't his... on the field as much. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but that first play that he was back, though, in that Giants game, where right he away. just shed the blocker. Right away, threw, yeah. And then got up to the next level and just oh, yeah, pancaked the guy. He had three months rest. <laughs> yeah, that's true, but he couldn't work out with the team, so you didn't know what kind of shape he was going to be in. Right. And the whole you didn't know what shape he is when they named him starter. Yeah. But you know what? You had no other choice. You really didn't. Hands were tied. All right, now I've got one more surprise for you. Okay. You know, the last disappointment, I get the last surprise. Caleb Sturgis. Yeah, that's a great one. That really is a good one. He, I don't. He didn't make the I Pro Bowl. I special teams with this whole list. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you sure did. But uh, he didn't make the Pro Bowl, but he cer- certainly deserved it. He did. If you know, and he was probably going to be an alternate twenty-seven times removed. Not only reliable. But, you know, kickers usually go. Not only reliable in the short kicks and the extra points, which by the way is a thing now. You got to have a kicker that's reliable and extra points. A lot were missed this year. Yeah, it's a it's a thirty what thirty-three it's, yard it's, field goal it's, now. It's not a chip shot anymore. Um. But I mean, he was also hitting from like fifty yards out. Yeah, fifty-five yards out. When we got rid of when we got rid of Parky. We didn't, you know, they they battled it out in camp. I was like, man, we are making a mistake if we keep Sturgis, blah 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 blah. And you know what? Kickers are just a fickle bunch, as you well, say. The kicker man. situation's been a mess since we lost Aker. To old yeah, age. yeah, I agree. With that. To the ravages of old, they had Harry. Yeah, and yeah, it's just, I mean, they were all good in spurts. And, and I'm hoping could very that, well be the same. I, I was going to say, I'm hoping that uh, Sturgis isn't. The that only guy. difference between Parky, Henry, and Sturgis is Sturgis actually played before he came here. Yeah. 
So he's he's got a little bit of experience under his belt, and who knows? Maybe that'll be the the gimmick. Yeah, I don't know because with with that with that said, kickers like you said, year to year they don't carry over. Yeah, you know what I mean they, they get in their own heads and they're just they're just weird. They really don't. Feel free to leave comments. Uh, let us know who your surprises and disappointments were. Uh, Jim, I understand you caught that Howie Roseman press conference. I did not. Certainly did. I was actually first time I put on the ninety four or ninety seven five at work. I have a hard time remembering radio even exists anymore, <laughs> which is ironic because we have a radio show. Yeah, right. Uh. All right. So Howie's press conference. It was peculiar. It was weird. Um, it always is. But he he actually came came off as all right. Listen, I got a plan. Let's go, guys. Let's do it. A uh, couple of just WTF moments for Howie. The Eric Rowe situation. He tried to explain it. and he Now, mind you, this guy is a second-year player. He's on a four-year deal. And they made a decision in training camp, or whenever it was that they traded him. I think it was training. It was right around, might have been uh, right towards the end of the preseason, whatever it was. We're not going to be able to re-sign this guy. Or we're not going to re-sign this guy. So why don't we cut our losses now and recoup anything that we can? So basically, you took... Last year's number two pick, it made him next year, or this upcoming draft, 2017's draft, a fourth round pick. Okay. I don't. So that's what I, I got for him, a fourth rounder? We got a, a conditional fourth, and there may be some other compensation later on down the line. I'm but not he's entirely not gonna sure. He's not going to hit this compensation because it's not like he's lighting it up over there in New England. No, he's playing very well. Very, yeah. very well. Very. I think he's starting. Yeah, but it's New England. Okay, what's that? He'll start anybody. Yeah, he'll start Jabar Gaffney. And he played well when he was there. Everybody plays well. Exactly. but Tom Brady's got the shot. <laughs> he, he really does. He really does. He makes the people around him better. All right, so to kind of I'm gonna explain a little bit to you. He made Randy of, Moss look good. Yeah. Late in his career. Yeah, well, yeah. So I'm going to explain to you a couple of other things that are kind of newsworthy with this press conference. All right. How he basically said, look, we're not building this team to be a 10-6 and six team. We're not going to eke into the playoffs. We're not going to... We're going to do this the right way, and we're going to, you know. It's a little me. Yeah, well, <laughs> look, he had a, and he, he even said it, basically, he had a lot to fix when he came in. And very you little know, money to do it. Very little money and very little talent. I mean, let's yeah. face it, this this team is devoid of talent. But his, uh, his idea now is he wants to win the top seed in the NFC. Right. So he can uh, get that first week by and, or nothing. He doesn't want to be that 10 and 16 that ekes into the playoffs. Well, he first, wants that well, by. If your GM comes out to his press conference and goes, we're going to aim for 10 and 6, let's get like a fourth, fifth seed, and we're, let's go, you fire immediately. Nobody well, yeah. says that. Everybody well, says they want the number one seed because everybody should. And if you don't, get the hell out. We'll but just the, way, just, just the way, just the way, I guess he kind of went about it. <laughs> that was just. Go I, fifth seed. But you know what? I mean, he's he hasn't really come out and said that before and so yeah. on. He's never really made mention of it. So it was just kind of. My ears perked up when I well, heard that. I think that. he knew I had to say something. There's Ann Peterson talks moronic things come out of his mouth. It's funny. My next note: Howie constantly repeating about that, about the ten and uh, the being the number one seed and and not the so ten and six. Though, I absolutely love ten and six right now. Well, yeah, <laughs> you still wouldn't be in the playoffs. No, but you at least yeah. look respectable. <laughs> um. Damn so my my question for you with Howie coming out and saying this, the yeah. way he is, we want to be the tops in the NFC. Yeah. Is that sending Doug a message by saying, because he followed it up by saying, we have a lot of work to do. Yeah. And he kept repeating, we have a lot of work to do. Yeah. We have a lot of work to do. Is this to kind of counteract Doug saying, oh, well, we're we're close. You know, we're a play here, play yeah, there. an idiot. We're close. 
Andy Reid said the same thing throughout one of his years or a couple of his years, and they came back next year, the following year, like gangbusters. And I'm not saying that you know we can even compare those, but it's just they Andy Reid has so much money to play with, <laughs> and they'll get there. They'll yeah. get there. They'll get there. Um, the thing of it is, any day Peterson does. You know, we're close for a couple of bounces. We lost like six games by seven points, and I was even talking about this with the driver on the way here. That's a moronic way of thinking. Yeah. I mean, if you look at teams like Buffalo, if Buffalo had won all of their games that they lost by seven or less this year, that's a thirteen and three record. That's not a thirteen and three team. No, they lost those games for a reason. Here's the thing: seventy-two percent of NFL games were decided by seven or less points. Yeah, it's just you can do it with any team. Exactly, like Cleveland could have been five and and eleven. Sure. You know what I mean? If that's the case, they just run a parade. (laughs) They they probably would have. Um. So all this being said. That with Doug making those comments. Hold on. All one right. more thing on Doug that really, really... It, I'm, going, I'm staying with Doug. It comes back to me every time I think of Doug Peterson. And I never mentioned it yet, and it really bugs me. Was I think it was the Washington game. When it really, like, what the hell is this guy telling people? They lost that second Washington game. And he comes out to the podium after the game, and you expect him to be pissed and fired up. We got to get this fucking thing right. And he goes, you know, I think that was our best loss of the season. Yeah. And that's, what you know... What the, the fuck is the best loss of the season? Yeah, if you came out, well... Hell, that's what it is. The <laughs> thing with that is, if you come out and win the rest of your games, and, you know, it, it kind of goes... Did. Yeah, they did. So, I mean, now you're giving yourself a false sense of security. Ugh. So, my point the that I'm, I'm trying to make here is... Jesus. With Howie and Doug delivering completely conflicting and contradictory statements, and um, don't, don't seem to be on the same page. I know the Philly fan in you and the overreactionary kind of guy you are, when it comes to this stuff, and I know your love for Doug Peterson. I demand satisfaction. Okay. Realistically, how long is Doug Peterson's leash? Uh, now, if you want to hit us up, you want to hit us hit us up on Twitter with that one. I'd love to hear some responses, and you know, try to try to temper your uh, what you're going to say too. Let, be realistic about it. Absolutely. Hit the let, Twitter. Let, hit the Facebook page. Let, let us know. Let's let. I mean, let's face it. He was brought here because he's got a high was it emotional intelligence or whatever the hell. Um, right, it makes up for NFL yeah. Yeah. So, well, that, that's a good question to pose to you. When do you say, all right, you know what, they're tired. Soccer ball. There was, no, 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 coach, coach. Right. <laughs> when, but realistically for you, dude, what, what would you say his leash is? And this year. You think he's the, he could be two and done? Yeah. My Aunt Kelly was. Kelly was t- two, two years and 15, 16. So yeah. he was almost three years. Right, almost. So, I don't give him that long a leash. I don't think Kelly. I think, I think they regret giving Kelly that long a leash. They regret giving Kelly control over the roster. Right. That's what they regret. But I think I think what happened there is after year one or after possibly even year, year two, Jeffrey Lurie sat back and said to himself, "I've lost my team. I own a billion dollar franchise, and this guy's hijacking it. Yeah. I don't. You know, I'm going to put him balls to the wall, make him accountable for everything he does. All right. You want? Thanks you got. Him. You you want you got yeah, and it's funny saying that because I think honestly what got him fired was him fucking over the Christmas party <laughs> because Christmas Je- that's party. that's Jeffrey Lurie's big thing, man. Yeah, I, I honestly that may have been the straw that broke the camel's back, but I think that's that's what happened. The Grinch that stole Christmas, right? That's pretty much where I'm at on as far as my notes go on the Eagles. Yeah, would uh, anything you want to add on that? Um, thank God it's over. See. I... I understand the necessity in seasons like this. You've got to see what you've got. Exactly. So you could start building for the future. But it's it's still hard to watch. 
It's hard to be a part of. It's hard to wake up for work and fire up CSN Philly and, you know, see Ruben Frank try to fight an aneurysm. <laughs> <laughs> like, That's Ruben Frank on most what days. Was the, one, the one time I, was, I actually watched the game, and I, I think it was the Dallas game, the, the one that they lost. Okay. And they showed, it was either that or the first Giants game, where it was just an ugly loss. And it wasn't they, really ugly. I mean, we were in there. It's, that that Dallas game should have been in a W. It showed, like, you know, the players walking back to the locker room. And Barkham is furious, just eviscerated every guy as he walks by. Like, ah, oh, 56, where the fuck were you? Like, you know, he's wow. really pissed. And then, like, look it up on YouTube. It's hilarious. Like, he really couldn't take it anymore. And that's kind of how I feel with this, you know. Man, you have no patience. No. I understand what you just said about, I'm you know, you want satisfaction. I patience, yeah. no. I understand, I understand what you're saying about the satisfaction and all that, but it's I also get a process. Kind of years, and I get the process, but oh, that's a, that is a terrible term that we're using in Philly. Yeah, you know, after the the NBA, right? The Sam Hinkie process, yeah. which is to load up on draft picks, cultivate talent, and trade it for more draft picks. Yeah. Which at this point may not be Sam a bad. Laying in bed, covered in draft picks. <laughs> yeah. like, he didn't want players. He wanted draft like, picks. Like uh, Mr. Burns from right. Simpsons or something. Exactly. Yeah. That's what you sounded like there. All right. He did. One and one. This is what I want you to give me. And I want you to be, again, realistic. We know we're keeping wins. Yeah. Um. You know, whatever like that. Give me a guy that, an obscure guy, I really wouldn't think about. One that we're keeping. One that you, just needs to go. One that needs to go is that, Realistically. One that needs to go is Kendrick's. Kendricks, okay. Kendricks, absolutely. If you designate a post June, you save almost six million. Okay, what if you do it in the beginning or trade or three? Three. So he's a guy, and you know what? He's a guy put into the right situation that could probably net you something. Yeah. As far as a trade, he's still a young guy with a manageable cap, and he's not doing anything here. No, no. Problem is, is then who do you replace him with? Yeah, you find something. Yeah, you're right. And Would then, you replace him with? He didn't play that much this year. Yeah, it's true. I mean, he was another 40% of the snaps guy. Yeah. So you'd have to... I mean, they're out there. You, what you know what it is? I saw Leonis McKelvin like, led the league in yards allowed. After the, the catch? After the catch yeah. with touchdowns, which is... Like the, the opposite of Zach Ertz, like the yak. Yeah, and he only played half the plays. Yeah. <laughs> now, McKelvin was a full-time starter. Well, he was hurt a lot. I but... think the stat I saw was 58%. Okay. He was hurt a lot this yeah. year. Yeah. So, in that, that kind of helps you out, though, because you get guys like Mills out there playing when you really didn't expect seventh-round pick. Jalen Mills, let's see what he's got. Okay. So, is he the guy that you, you know, you're you interested to see? And... Sure. Okay. I like it. I like it. I think you're always talking about how we can save money, and that's a good way. Yeah. Um, He's not going to do anything here. Uh, the experiment's over on Michael Kendricks. Michael Kendricks? Yeah. And it's a shame. Not a bad player. Yeah, just he, not what we need. It just doesn't fit anymore. Mm-hmm. And we can save... A good deal of money getting rid of him. Yep. No, right, so who are you keeping that I might not necessarily agree with or maybe that, uh, whatever. Boy, that's tough. Who do you look on this team and say, yeah, maybe. I mean, other than your obvious Wentz and... I don't know. I almost want to give Aguilar another shot. He can't possibly really be that bad. Not that... He's not that guy. He, you know, I, I agree he's with Not you. a number one receiver. No, he's not. A, there's no. There is no number one receiver on this team. Let's let's there's make no that. There's no number two receiver on this team right now. Matthews. Yeah. Could be. I mean, that's probably that's where he needs well, to like be. Like you said, Matthews needs to be in a slot. Yeah. I mean, so if he's, he's your second option coming out of the slot, you're doing pretty good. Yeah. That's you're doing pretty good. The problem is, I don't care how fast he is. Aguilar is not a threat to anyone anymore. He goes deep, and they, yeah, go ahead, throw it to him. 
Yeah. I'm going to drop it anyway. <laughs> That's why that one that he caught, I guess it was against the Giants. At yeah, like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> I, I couldn't believe he caught it. I mean, he couldn't have been any more wide the Completely hell open. Did, yeah, nobody cared <laughs> to cover him. They were like, yeah, go ahead. Throw yeah. It to him. Oh. It was probably, uh, DRC was probably uh, tapping the other uh, cornerback over yeah. there in New York. And, DRC had a good year. Uh, Janoris Jenkins, he was probably tapping him on the shoulder. Yeah, man, watch this. He's going to fucking drop <laughs> it. Yeah, look at this shit. <laughs> right. Holy shit, he caught it. Oh, my God. Uh, for me, as far as getting rid of guys, there you know, might be a surprise. I'm going to stick with Kelsey. Yeah. And, and the guy I'm saying that could probably fill his shoes would be that somebody I want them. And Howie Roseman actually brought up. Wisniewski's name quite a few times yeah. in that press conference. I think, and I think he's only on a one-year, like eight hundred thousand yeah. dollar deal. Um, if you can get him back for that same kind of money, maybe you know, fluff it up a bit. You're not going to get him for that. He's not happy with the team right now, Wisniewski. Well, you let him know that look, you're fighting it feels for. Feels like a... he didn't get the time he was yeah. told he would get when they when he signed. You sign him up, and you uh, you just flat out sit him. Look, you're competing oh. with Kelsey. You're competing with Alan Barbary. Uh, another guy. You know that that's the thing that. I, it's got me hopeful. We have a lot of young, talented offensive linemen. Barbary's not young. He's not no, young, but uh, Sam Alu is. Yeah. Big V is. I was surprised to learn that Barbary's in his 30s. Like, that yeah. really... He's a journeyman. He's been around. Sure. You know? Did um, he have a couple of stands here? No. Nah, no. Nah. Who was that? Where do I remember him from? Really? Was he in the division? Like, he was in Tennessee. Maybe. T- I, uh, maybe. If somebody on Twitter knows, help. Yeah. That'd be, uh, that'd be good. That'd be great. Anyway, yeah, the Eagles did just the wheels fell off, and you know they put the donuts on, yeah, and it got us through the end of the season. Exactly, we beat the Giants. I, mean, I figured we would feel the team for all sixteen games. Oh, yeah. I think thought we'd be okay there. But uh, it's, it's, it's a little wild. It was questionable. Yeah, but, started to pile up real bad. Yeah, they did. That's true. Um, I'm blaming injuries. No, we can't. No, this isn't an injury. So field. This was a lack of talent in key positions. No, also, I won't blame on injuries. It's the Flyers. No, yeah, they're starting to get guys back. Couturier is back. Uh, they got a five-game yeah. losing streak. Yeah. <laughs> Couturier is back. Reed's back. Roffel's back. Neuvert's back. Everybody's pretty much back. <laughs> Mason's a little banged up. But five-game losing streak right after a ten-game winning streak. Well, no, they won one or something. Yeah, after they, the, but I mean, like, they yeah. won one of their last eight or seven. Not good. You got Tampa coming in tomorrow. As of this recording, tomorrow, Saturday. If we lose that game... Tampa's one point was then overtaking us for that final playoff spot. Really? I mean, we're talking about... last week, I talked about we had a decent cushion. Yeah. Yeah, it's three games. It's three points now. Yeah, here's the thing, though. I mean, we're also talking about hockey playoffs in January, the very beginning of January. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you want to stop this skid now. Saturday's the midway point. Is it? Yep. Okay. I'm not going to be concerned. I never thought the Flyers were going to win the... um, the division or whatever that they needed to. I thought they would be one of those lower-ranked playoff teams. Um, this team can play when, you know. Yeah, I mean. The goaltending's there. Yeah, I mean, teams can play like hell. It's not right. It's not uh, there. They got blown out by the Rangers the other night. Think about the Eagles and the uh, the Falcons game. The Falcons came yeah. in red hot. We just whooped their ass. Whooped that ass. Yep. But, I mean, the Flyers, let's think what the Flyers is. And here we go. We're going to get another Flyers. Well, I don't understand why you would start Mason. 22 out of 24 games when Neuvert was hurt. When Stolarz played well. Yeah, you got got to kind of see what he's got. Then, the only thing I can think of, and I've been saying, is that you don't want to show too much of Stolarz because you can't protect him in the expansion draft. <laughs> so sort of... Oh, I, my God, we're back I to did. that. Are we really back to that, dude? <laughs> are you for real with that? We are seriously back to that. Don't yell at me. I, oh, my God, dude, because I sat here for the last 
Five, me. I've sat here for the last five months here. Oh, you can't protect Neuvirth and, uh, and Mason. You can't do this. Can't. Okay, so they protected themselves for us because one's been hurt and the other one hasn't played all that great. I had prospect. Yeah, you well, got it. had played great, then he got hurt. But Now, besides Stolarz, don't you have a couple other goalie prospects in the system? You got Alex Lyon. You got, what is it, Carter Hart? But, I mean, these are 18, 19-year-old kids. I think one of them seventeen. So what you gotta wait till he turns eighteen to play in the league, I guess. Not only that, but goalies are—it's real easy to break a goalie. Yeah. You you gotta coddle goalies on the way in, and you can't just kind of like the wolves, like a pitcher. Every right? now and again, it does work. Yeah. You gotta have a mentally tough but guy more to start often out. Than not, you absolutely ruin your prospect. Okay. Uh, I'm not saying goalies do it all the time. Now, just so you know, dude, I'm not saying start the seventeen-year-old goalie. I'm not you know, no. saying bring him up or anything. Well, start like that. The, hey, Tampa started a female. Yeah. So anyway, Manon Rume, huh? Manon Rome. Whatever the hell. Sure. But uh, that was a, that was a sad, sad situation because it actually came out and said, "Yeah, that was absolutely a publicity stunt." Well, they, you know what? That was so long ago. That may have been like when Tampa first kind of got in the league. It was like, the first year. Was, was it yeah. the first year? And she was out after that. Yeah, I don't think she made it out of preseason. I, th- I thought she played the season, didn't she? No. No, not at all, huh? Eh, whatever. She might have been rostered, but she didn't play. Okay. Yeah. But but yeah, you'd be sitting here telling me that they they needed to protect her from the fucking expansion draft if I would you know if I would let you. Well, yeah, absolutely. You can't protect Stolars, and that sucks. Why can't you protect them? You can only protect one goalie. Okay. You gotta protect Mason. Yeah. You can't let Mason walk. How old's Mason? Twenty. Well, he's in his twenties. Yeah. He's high twenties, but he's twenties, I believe. He's either high twenties or low thirties, but. I did. I think he's high twenties. Okay, but the thing of the fact of the matter is, is that what the old they want to know? Let me put it in the uh, the, the Compu five thousand. Okay. And we'll figure out this. But I mean, you can only protect one goalie. Okay. You got to protect Mason. Um. You can't what if protect... you do? What if you protect Stolars and you resign Neuvirth? If Neuvirth if... goes on to have a great year in Vegas. Huh? I said you sign him. You protect Stolars. Whatever the hell happens with uh, Mason, you let that happen. No. You got to Mason. This was the year. The tryout year for the both. Okay. And Mason's really far ahead. Because he's played. Yeah. Because Neuver he's played. played a lot in the beginning. Neuver started the year. Yeah. That's true. They gave their starting goalie a night off on the yeah, opening first night. Came in, they gave him yeah. a night off. <clears throat> I don't know. I mean, I... 28. You, Mason's 28. You sat here a couple weeks ago, or maybe it was last week, telling me how badly, you know, or how much he's surprised at this, that, and the other thing. So it's not like he's a a goalie that just lights the world on fire. Who's that? Mason. No. I mean, you'd you'd obviously be taking a gamble but if you didn't protect. Especially with the years and years since Hextall, probably that we've had this goalie woes thing. You got a guy now. Is he the guy though? Yeah, he is. He's the guy. He's the guy. I don't know. I do. I don't know about that. That's why I'm a Flyers guy. I know you're the Flyers yeah, guy. <laughs> I do. Um, here's an interesting possibility you could do though, and I like this because the Flyers. Or in this losing streak, and it's because Mason's exhausted. Yeah. He says he's not. Haxtell says he's not. Yeah. But I saw that some of that Ranger game. He, he was exhausted. You got. You can't start. It's the same thing they did last year with the Capitals in the playoffs where, and you had to. You had no choice. And again, Stolarz was the only other option. They signed Emery for some of that last season. Remember that? I remember because you go, oh my God, Ray Emery's going to start. We're going to lose. <laughs> no, I, I said watch out because he's going to go kick some uh, Washington goalie yeah. ass. They're going to beat Brayden Holtby's ass. I think they brought him in just to, just, give, just for that fear just factor. Just to give Holtby the fear. Yeah. <laughs> Put the fear of God in him. Didn't work. Uh. No. No, it sure didn't. 
But uh, you rode him to the playoffs, and what happened? You got there, and, and he was shot. Yeah, he's absolutely shot. And again, and what's that tell you? They're not. They're not cycling their goalies the way they should. They're not. And is that a Hackstall thing? A Hextall thing? It's a Hackstall thing. Can we blame, can we blame that on uh, Bob Clark or Ed Snyder? Or no, Ed it? Snyder's dead. Well, we can still blame him, I'm no, sure. No, we can't. Okay. Ed Snyder was a god. <laughs> a god among men. He tried to steal the communist money because they wouldn't play. God That's bless right. him. But uh, God bless Ed Snyder. Yeah, bring Always him. put a competitive team on the ice, too. Every year. I think, but I think we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, where I said the Flyers as an organization kind of fucked everything up because they were just trying to win one for him. Yeah, and it, and in actuality, what you did is just kept setting yourself back. But this si- it, signings like uh, the goalie cycling is a hackstall thing. I don't think he trusts Stolarz, and you know, because you ran into a situation where you lost, you, you, you the winning streak ended, mm-hmm. and then you lost a couple of games. And it was, oh shit, we can't give these points back because everybody else in the division's got a winning streak going. Mm-hmm. So you start to panic a little bit. You don't want to put your back up in while you're panicking. And then it gets worse. And now you definitely got to start. You got to start getting points here. You got to start Mason. Yeah, you got to start Mason. And then you just you got. Oh, no, just go trust the kid. Yeah. What was it the San Jose game when Mason he got hurt? He got hit in the hand and he got hurt. He didn't miss any time. He missed the rest of that game. And Stars came in for him. Stars was brilliant. So no West, no rest. Who cares? So he's. Basically, doing everything you want them to do. It's just the fact of they're not playing him. Yeah, his goals against is under two. What's that tell you? That he's great. That he should have played more. I yeah, don't know he should have. He would not have carried an under two goals against. I, I believe if you did cycle them fairly, I don't think he would have carried quite that good of goals against average, but maybe two, two and a half. Yeah. That's still pretty damn good, especially for someone who. I think anything under three is can't your, go to the bar after the game because he can't get in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? That's a good point. Right. They're going to bring him a sixer in the hotel room. Yeah. <laughs> hey, kid. <laughs> hey, there you go, kid. Drink up. <laughs> but I have an interesting solution to the, the, the three goalie situation you've got right now with Neuver. Now, hold on. Before you even say that, didn't you tell me that they sent Stolars back to the minors? Yes. And he cleared whatever he needed to clear and all well, that? Oh, he's got a two way. He didn't have to clear waivers. Okay, so we got. So he was under contract regardless. Yeah. Okay. My bad. All right, what was your point? The goalie situation. And what would be a real interesting move, because, you know, you got the losing... The other thing is, you still don't have that scorer. You don't have that sniper. You don't have that guy who's going to instill fear in the other team every time he shoots. you got guys who can score. you got plenty of those. But that scorer, that sniper... That well, how long have they been missing, that sniper? Which is the absolutely buttery stick. And he's not been there for a while. Yeah. It's been quite some... Breer's the last guy I can think of. And even before that, and Briere was kind of on the down. I mean, he's a great player. So playoff time, yeah, and he lit it up. Yeah, he, was. <laughs> he was a mighty midget, man. He was five foot eight. Yeah, I remember Hugh Douglas was starting out on WIP right. um, before he went to ESPN and fucked up his whole life up by making some stupid comments. Saw Danny Briere in the locker room and said, "Hey, whose kid are you?" Right. <laughs> he had, oh man, but hey, he was Mister Black Hockey, and I so, think that was pretty funny. So. Now, supposing Neuvert's back now, you got a few games under his belt here, and he plays well. Why not trade him? Neuvert? Yeah. Hey, you know me. He's going to save you some money on the cap? <laughs> no, because you're going to get that score for him. Yeah. If he plays well, you're not going to get a top-line guy. But if you can get a dangerous threat down that second or third line instead of, like, Dale Weiss, you know. Now, here's my, my only reservation about that is don't go get a guy at the end of his career. No. But, you know, I mean... Maybe a guy that's on the cusp, or maybe a guy that's been doing it just a little while. But there are plenty of teams out there that 
could use a rental goalie for the rest of the year. Yeah. Boston's got goalie issues out the wazoo. Uh, there's a lot of teams with goalies. And issues. you know what? You're still... The Kings have a terrible goalie situation. They keep getting hurt. Oh, yeah. Let's just send another flyer out to the Flyers sure. West. There we go. And the thing is, you're this part of the season that you're in, you can do that. Yeah. Because that may, may make or break that other team. Yeah. Would they be willing to let go of a, a decent player, that someone that's got really a good value, to, to essentially save the You're season? Not gonna, I don't think they'll give up a younger player. But I think you can get a guy for a good, you know, three, four years. Yeah. That's going to be that threat while you, while Konechny develops, yeah. while you, you know, you got guys in the tank. You got guys down there, Philippe Myers. You got guys. Now, forgive my hockey ignorance. I Again, always do. You always do. Um, is the NHL like the NFL where... They can just sign it. Let's say, you know, you send him to Team Y or Team X or whatever it is. Sure. Can they offer him a new contract, an extension? Sure. Just like, okay. You know, obviously they have to fit it in and all that stuff, but they'd be able it's to. It's got to fit. Yeah. The Flyers are having a little trouble being cap compliant lately. Flyers yeah. are having trouble with cap compliance because all these guys are coming back from injury. Okay. The guys who replaced them with are still up. Yeah. Not only that, but the replacements aren't worth nearly money on the, the cap that. That they're paying them. That the guys coming back are. Mm. And unfortunately, you got a guy like Mark Alt. Who got hurt? Got hurt right before the season started. So he went long term injured reserve, but he went long term injured. He got a two way contract. He went long term injured reserve on his pro contract. So when he came back, you had to put him on the roster, on the pro roster for a game. So it was, it was I think, the last game they played, the Ranger game or the game before that, the Anaheim game maybe. Okay. Where you had to send Robin Lubimov down for a day, <laughs> and it was the day they played. There happened to be a game that day. So you had to send him down just so that, you know, when you woke up in the morning, you could send down all, bring Lubomov back up. I don't know why you brought Lubomov back up. He's, he's, oh wait. <laughs> he's Evgeny Medvedev all over again. Oh my God, say that a few more times. I can't. Yeah, I, I know it. Yeah, but I mean, there's ways to fix the situation. You just got to be able to willing, be able to willing to do it. Uh, you know, we'll see what Tampa brings. You got Columbus on Sunday. We'll see what happens. And your schedule's not going to be your friend. It rarely is. You probably get a lot more days off lately coming up. But I just, I think if you trade Neuvert, you can get something. And you got to start him a little bit because you got to let him build value. If you trade him right now, you're not going to get much for him. He's been awful in the beginning of the season. Uh, Mason was awful too. The goalies just did not show up in the beginning of the season. I don't know why. But, I mean, it all cycles back. If you can get value for Neuvert, absolutely, I think you should go get it. I don't see why not. Uh, you're not going to keep them both anyway. And... If you're gonna, if you're not gonna keep them both, and you're gonna go with Mason and Stolarz next year, and for the foreseeable future, then why are you keeping Neuvert around this season if you can get some value for him? Yeah, I totally agree with that. I mean, you got to get, like you say, you got to get some value for him. Yeah, and it helps out in many other ways. If they actually were to sit Mason for a game and you know let him get a break or a blow or whatever, uh, get Stolarz in there. It's giving him experience. Yeah, and that's that's number one. I think you know if he's gonna be if he's the heir apparent. Got to do it. Yeah. You know, uh, like you said, Mason isn't that old, but at the same time, this guy's younger. Yeah. Let's see what he's got. Sure. You know, you know what you have with Mason. Yeah. Let's see what we got over here. But I mean, you know, Mason's twenty-eight. If you can get another three, four years out of him, that's three, four years that Stolarz can develop. And maybe by the end of that three, four years, Mason's the backup. Yeah. You um, never know. Or sooner. Or sooner. Yeah. Who knows? But let's talk about your girl. <laughs> let's talk about Ronda wow. Rousey. I'm hiding under the bar right now. Jim can't even see me. I bet she wishes that's what she was doing. <laughs> God. Was, wow, did she get starched. Starched isn't even the beginning. Of, 
You know, and I and I was talking to somebody about the fight, and I flat out said, I said, Ronda came out, she got hit with a jab. And she was done. And she didn't want she to be there anyone. anymore. Nope. I, the fact that she hasn't retired and she says she's actually coming back is just amazing to me. Because a jab ended her career. You can't go out like that. I get it. What do you do? You fight, uh, you drag Misha Tate out of retirement so you can beat her again? I don't think she beats Misha Tate. <laughs> but you've said that every time she's fought her. Yeah. And every time I've been a little bit closer to being right. <laughs> <laughs> Except for Tate getting her ass kicked every time. Right. Yeah. I, dude, I, I don't even know what to say about it. I mean, it's just... It's de- it's depressing. It, it, you it know really what it, was. It was heartbreaking to watch. Exactly. It really exactly. was. You didn't even have to be a Rousey fan to watch that. It was like, actually oh, like man. watching back in the day. You know, you figure uh, home was James Buster Douglas. Sure. Nobody gave her... You know, nobody gave her a chance. She comes in and just kicks her ass. Well, again, I had said, if Ronda stands with her, she's going to get starched. Yeah. And, and I have a word a day calendar, and starts just today's words. So. Yeah, apparently, man. Yeah, but uh, next week it was actually. And then, yeah, that's right. <laughs> but the thing about it is, is Ronda, um, you know, if we're going to compare it to the Tyson and and Buster Douglas and all that, so now this is like, I guess, after the prison sentence or whatever, right? Where, where Tyson Pete, couldn't win a Pete fight. <laughs> he, he couldn't. Well, God, oh God, <laughs> that was funny. So I remember I watched that over uh, my friend Kate. Yeah. Uh, it was actually my girlfriend at the time when I was in like high school. I watched it over at her house, and when five, ten of us put in, like, to us, big money then. I think the fight was like 70 bucks, 80 bucks, even then. And yeah. uh, for that ending, man, oh, God, that was crazy. Yeah. But, but uh, I mean, we watched that fight here, that Rousey Nunez fight. And I got to tell you, when that fight ended, when she finally went out, I mean, she got hit a couple of times, and I yeah. started to say, and that Espo started to say, she's done. Yeah. Look at this. Like, I said that after the jab. Yeah. And he actually said, at the beginning of the fight, he said, well, we're going to see in the first 20 seconds. In 20 seconds. Whether this is going to be a fight or not. And, and I, I don't even know if he got that out of his... We're going to find out real quick how this fight's going to go. Did we even get... Did he even finish the sentence before Ronda no. was on, on... You could see it in her face. You could see it in her eyes. Tony, she was lost. It's not like that jab was like a career-ending jab. It was just, I, I have no will. <laughs> but the look on her face was, I have no more will to do it. To do this, yeah, she looked lost. It could have been it's the jab. Scary. It could have been the jab. I don't know. Right, could have been. Or it could have been the cross jab or cross hook. Well, jab, when know. they finally stopped that fight, you could hear a pin drop in here. Yeah, we we all even my wife woke up from uh from her nap right to watch Ron the fight, and she was like, "Are you kidding me right now?" Yeah. Wait till she sees the cable bill. Oh God. Oh, man. That's gonna bring. That's gonna. I'm gonna feel like Ron did well, the hair. Just the twenty I dropped on you on top there of the you cable go. bill. Lessen <laughs> the blow, but uh. I mean, she's, it's, and it's, again, and I, I, I've said this before, and I'll say it over and over again. She's got a combination of Koscheck's disease and Lesnaritis. Mm-hmm. Koscheck's disease being, and his name for Josh Koscheck, a guy who was an outstanding wrestler, undefeated, and he ended up knocking a couple of guys out. I would think it was, a, I can't remember the guy's name. It was like Yoshida or something. And then, all of a sudden, he thought he was this stand-up guy. He's yeah, a knockout artist, pool. right? Roy Nelson said it best. They asked Roy Nelson, you know, how you went from a wrestler to a guy who's got that walk-off power in his hands. And he said, well, you know, I, I wrestled all the time, and then I, I knocked a couple of guys out, and I thought, Jesus, this is a lot easier. Yep. I'm just going to do this. But Roy Nelson can. Because yeah. Roy Nelson can throw those bombs. Yeah, because... Koscheck was not that guy. He ended up getting knocked on his ass a bunch of times. And now Rousey's doing the same thing. She knocked out, uh, with a judo throw, Alexis, da- Alexis Davis. Um, she knocked out Sarah McMahon with a liver knee. 
and <laughs> liver she, knee. That's just funny to hear. You're right, a liver shot, and she uh, and she just stars Bess Correa. But Bess Correa is not an elite striker, and every time she's fought an elite striker, she's tried to strike with him and just got starched. Yeah, oh, man. Now man. I know we're spending a lot of time on this, but. There were other. There really were other fights. There I, were. I and more I surprises. Could, I couldn't really tell you what they were. Dominic Cruz and Cody Garbrandt. Yeah, that's right. But Garbrandt popping a lock in the whole fight. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That dude showed that he's for real. Yeah, and that uh, he's got a little bit of shit talking to his game oh, too. Absolutely. A little, he little bit. Cruz, he let Cruz talk all that shit in the build up to the fight, and he just saved it. And he said it after he's like, "Dude, I'm from Cleveland. I'm from the fucking st- the inner streets of Cleveland. I've been stabbed." He's got nothing to say to me that's going to scare me. And, uh, <laughs> and he went out there and showed it. He was not. He was literally popping and locking during the fight. He did push-ups <laughs> at one point. Oh, my God, dude. He kept knocking him down, and I hope he doesn't make a habit of this. He kept knocking him down and pointing at him and laughing instead of, you know, finishing the fight. Yeah. And that's not always going to work in your favor, and you're going to look real damn dumb. And I said it that night, you're going to look real damn dumb if you lose this fight. Yeah, I actually remember you saying that. What a night of fights. Johnny Hendricks missed weight and then lost his fight. I mean, it was a good night of fights, don't get me wrong. It was just a Ronda's going to overshadow, especially in Ronda my eyes. Ronda and Garbrandt yeah. really overshadowed him. I'm, I'm actually struggling to think of who else fought. Yeah. And it's not that they were such shitty fights. It was it just wasn't. a matter of that's what took my attention. No, yeah, but there's so many shows these days that they're starting to blend together in my head. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, going to happen. Yeah. I'm trying to think, and I'm coming up empty, but well, that happens biggest all- takeaways from the show were Garbrandt. Absolutely, and you know, hats off to Dominic Cruz after the fight. Yeah, you were telling me about this. What a classy, classy ex. They asked him, they were like, uh, so how you feeling? You know, you had kind of a tough night. And he's like, what was tough about it? Uh, I mean, f- I fought and I lost, but loss is part of life and it happens. I'll be the fine. fact that he was fucking, eye was split from his eyebrow to his fucking forehead would yeah, probably be. <laughs> like you said, you know, loss is part of life. Everyone loses. Yeah. I wasn't going to go undefeated forever. I've lost before. No. Yeah. I just got to go forward. I'm fine. You know, hats off to Cody Garbrandt. He was a better fighter than me. By a lot. Yeah. By a lot. By a lot. All right, so since we're kind of struggling on the U.S. Dillashaw fought Lineker and absolutely rolled him, too. Yep. Lineker lasted. He survived all three rounds in that fight, and there were a lot of rounds that could have gone 10-8 in that one. Remember mm-hmm. that? That was a one-sided yep. whooping. Made even more impressive on Lineker then by the fact that you realize he had a broken jaw. That's what he said. Broke his jaw. Well, in the first round, wasn't he it? He kept going. Yeah. Huh. God bless him. Alright, I think we're going to kind of I mean, wrap up the UFC. Yeah, that's... We're going to touch on uh, WWE real quick here and get to wrapping. Hey, if anybody's got anything to say about UFC 207 or uh, you know BJ Penn's fighting Yari Rodriguez soon, if you want to throw us a little something on that again, hit the I Twitter. I think Holly Holmes Facebook. fighting again. I think Mindy Holly wants to Holmes see that. Holly Holmes fighting next month, yeah. Uh, is it next month? I think it's yeah, it's next month, February. Is it February? Yeah. Right. So there's one on, why does the 27th stick out in my head? Because you drink too much. Probably. Yeah. I do that too. Random days, and be like, "Wait a minute, that's because something happened on that day like five years ago." And yeah. thank God for those Facebook uh, memories or whatever. Right? <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? exactly. Just, I just actually had one pop up today um, that reminded me of something that happened twenty years ago. Um, just out of ooh, it's crazy. Can't. I'm a little bit older than twenty, so it was just weird. Anyhow, we're gonna jump on over to WWE. Let's talk more Royal Rumble, and we're gonna keep talking Rumble in the now, weeks up to it. <sighs> I don't know that we need to dive so far in on the on the Royal Rumble because now is one of my more favorite times of year. You kind of roll from the Rumble to the you know Fast WrestleMania uh, build up, right? 
NFL draft, sure. com- or the combine before that. And sure. Yeah, I'm one of those guys. I literally sit in my basement at the bar. I, I've got three TVs down here. They're all tuned into the combine. I watch 300-pound men in their underwear run around and do drills. What do you call those guys again? Oh, right, losers. <laughs> well, yeah. Dra- <laughs> draft nicks, I, I think this is the term we prefer. You probably shouldn't say that in public. Yeah, well, I, I do. Draft nicks? Draft nicks. Yeah. What is that, like a beatnik, but for drafts? Exactly. Really? Yeah. That's what you're going to go with? But I don't sip on coffee. I, I drink a lot of beer. Yeah. For that. Actually, it, the main stuff happens on, like, Saturday, Sunday, but the uh, the real good, you know, it, well, it, it starts saw, like Thursday. What is I saw? What is Thir- I saw? Uh, Thursday Moon. Tuesday. Blue Moon has coffee-flavored beer. Ah. I only like one, co- I like Dunkin' Donuts. You could be a beatnik and a draftnik at the same time, though. We'll have to explore this option. All right. We'll have to explore it. Anyhow, we're going to get back over to the WWE here. Right. So, the Rumble coming up. Was there any kind of progress, anything happened this week that we really... I mean, other than the match you talked about. Yeah, more people got involved. You got Strowman's in there now. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure other guys will get in there. New Day's in. Baron Corbin's in. Okay. Uh, The New Day, they're in. They still are? Because you just told me the New Day right before Baron Corbin. So. Yeah, but they're worth mentioning twice. There is well, three there is three of them. So, we could probably, so if we sneak in one more, it's okay. But it also means that there's a guarantee of a Kofi Co- spot. Kofi spot. That's Kofi's right. in. That's uh. You have to at this point. You have to. The problem with that is going to be is he's going to run out of shit eventually, and you're not going to get that Kofi spot, and you're going to be like, well, the fucking Rumble sucked, man. Yeah. You're going to have to get the Kofi spot. But then you're going to have to bring in like a legend like Jake the Snake or whoever, you know what I mean? Can you imagine that, like, you know, like somebody wins the Rumble, and you're, yeah, that guy won the Rumble, that's great. And everybody's in the room jumping up and down, and you're sitting there going, I didn't get the Kofi spot. I didn't get the Kofi spot, man. Fuck this guy. I want a Kofi spot. You know what, though? I want Kofi to come out from another ring and get back in. And then do a Kofi spot, and then get eliminated. Yeah, that wouldn't be bad. <laughs> um, but, uh, for me, what they would actually have to do, uh, in order for me to forget the Kofi spot, if, right. they, if they didn't have one, would be to music hits, comes Muda. Yeah, but... You know, not going to happen. Right? No. So they better just have the a Kofi spot. The next guy would come out before Muda made it to the ring. Oh, he's still in good shape. Ah, uh, for a... For a round is a shape, yeah. He? He's only 50-something. Oh, man. He's around Sting's age. Yeah, and what's Sting doing these days? Uh, he on his neck that uh, yeah. <laughs> Seth Rollins. Flair? What's Flair up to? Actually, he was just on a. I think it was Sports Center was showing it. Deadlifting four hundred fucking pounds. God bless him. I did see that. That's yeah. freakish. And he's sixty-seven. And he never came off to me as one of those guys who would, you know, be in the gym deadlifting four hundred pounds. He's never a did. Fucking power lifter, dude. Yeah. Do you, but he you, never had like. No, he was fucking. He was always barrel chested. Sure. And if you saw. As he, his career went on, he actually slimmed down some. Because he was like one of those big, stocky Ken Patera, and that's the guy he trained with. He was a speaking, stocky guy like that. Speaking of barrel-chested, uh, New Japan had a Wrestle Kingdom event? Yeah. I believe. Wrestle Kingdom, that's right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know New Japan that You know way. what? It's probably going to be on. But I know that they had the uh, they had a Rumble match. Okay. New Japan Rumble. Uh, Michael Elgin won it, returning. Just absolutely crushed the guy at the end. Um, a couple of names that showed up in that, though. Barrel Chested, remind you, that uh, Scott Norton. I did see that. Scott Norton. Yeah. Uh, Billy Gunn. Okay. Billy Gunn was in there. And why not? And there was one other that I can't... It's not... It might have been Elgin. There's a lot of... um. Uh, on that same show, Adam Cole took the Ring of Honor title from Kyle O'Reilly. Yep. And uh, apparently O'Reilly's turned down an extension. Really? With the Ring of Honor. Uh-oh. Apparently he's taking a walk. Uh, next. Uh, next. Next. To him. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I wonder what he's going to do next. He's going to go with Chris Hero. Chris Hero's, Chris Hero's back. back. That's pretty cool. 
Put him in the rumble. Now, did you see the the show where he came back? Or they? I think That's I was. Just, yeah, I think. Yeah. Okay, so is he fat again? No. Or is he back to He's his wearing any a suit, so it's tough. Okay. So I saw something. Uh, I'm sure he'll get fat again. On one of the or one of the, <laughs> one of the uh, websites I, I frequent, which as soon as they start, uh, you know, sponsoring us, I'll, I'll mention their name. But I did see that look like it was a dark segment. I'll mention their name. Mm. I, I would then. Because, you know, after the first show, you kind of got on me about it, so I'm going to hey, yeah, yeah, a little hey. bit more business Go money. ahead and mention the name. Lordsofpain.net. Oh, I I've... thought it was going to be a good website. Oh, they're, fucking... they're great. <laughs> they are great. I've been on them since 97, I don't know, sometimes you bring me some weird shit to come off of that site, and I'm like, what? Hey, you know, I, I hate to say it, but it's uh, like any other dirt sheet out there. Sure. You know what I mean? And you can call them dirt sheets. Um, but you know what? They, we've gotten a lot of useful information from them. I mean, no, I know you're a big Twitter guy, and that's kind of what you do and where you get a lot of your stuff from, but... What does my big Twitter have to do with this? <laughs> nice. Yes. All right, so as I was kind of mentioning, you know, this time of year, along with the draft, you got the Rumble and the build-up to WrestleMania. So, it's it's a fun time of year. It is. It really is, you know, and, and like I said... A lot of times you get those surprise entrants. Uh, they bring back legends and stuff like that. And a uh, couple of things, or that's one of the things they do for the Rumble. And then for WrestleMania, you got Hall of Fame. Yeah. So we heard the DDP is going to go in DDP. this year. You know, I actually forget who the other guy I heard. Rick Rude. Rick Rude. I thought I heard another one today. You know, just, just what they do is they banner and put them around there a little bit. Um, of course, one of the, the Lords of Pain again. And these the, are all tertiary Hall of Fame members. They're not. The uh, the guy who's leading the candidates. Exactly. That's a good question. Who does it? Well, let, let, let me finish my thought, and then we'll talk about who does. Um, so you got the, you know those two guys, and I'm reading some comments on this website and everything like that, and they keep saying about Owen Hart. Right. I know his death it's was tragic. A, it was, absolutely. I know his death was tragic, and I know all this stuff. And I may even get flamed for this, but does anybody think that he's maybe being a little bit overblown since he's been dead? No. That dude could work. Yeah, I'm not saying he could work, but again. Chris, hey, Vic Castell likes our page. Somebody's so, hitting up the Facebook page. Yep. The gloves are off. There Good we go. Him. But you got this guy, uh, Owen Hart. You know, he's looking like Chris Benoit to me. He can work his ass off. Benoit would be in the Hall of Fame if he didn't kill his family. Yeah. Are you sure that wasn't Kevin Sullivan? No, I'm certain that wasn't <laughs> Kevin Sullivan. <laughs> they're, they're making the movie, man. We'll see. They're making the yeah. You know what I mean? But... No, we got Leave Schreiber in that thing. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Leave Schreiber. So kind of where I'm going. Since the screen where I'm going with that, Owen Hart. I mean, Chris Benoit. They 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 weren't larger than life characters. They weren't to me over characters. Like they both could work their asses off. That's the first thing you say. Yeah, I get it. But to me, a wrestler that goes in the Hall of Fame, and I may hold the Hall of Fame to a little bit more of a standard than they do. You probably do. You know, because I. Like, we were talking about Vader getting in, and I said, yeah, absolutely. Not for his WWE work. For his stuff in Japan, for his stuff in WCW, Vader absolutely belongs in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. The end, is it and a ploy? You're not putting DDP in for what he did in WWE. Well, you can't. No. Uh, it was, what was that one uh, angle? Yeah, with the stalker angle. The stalker the angle, yeah. 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 Was that Michelle McCool or his, no, uh, his real wife? His Sarah. real wife. Yeah, whatever has that a tattoo around his neck. But... Get rid of it when he got yeah. rid of Sarah. Yeah, I'm aware. It's funny, it's funny stuff. So that bringing up his name is actually another uh, good point. So he's going to be working a little bit, from what I understand. Can't put Taker in this year. Uh, Low finish of his match. We uh we went through this last week. Right. 
uh, we'll have to see how that works out. What they're going to do with him? I mean, is, is this a good is this a good goodbye tour for him? This is it could be the first, it depends when he before the Survivor Series when he came out and said WrestleMania is not going to define him anymore, and you know this that and the other thing. It was like, oh, Taker's going to work leading up to WrestleMania. Here we are approaching Royal Rumble and no one's seen him since. Yeah. Now he's going to be on tomorrow. He's going to be on Monday. Yep. And so I think Shawn Michaels. Yeah, too. Michaels on there promoting a movie. Yeah. What's his, what movie is he in? Oh, uh, the life and times of man. This is a lot easier way to make money. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> about his hunting show. You ever see that? No. no neither. I bet it'd be great. Uh, yeah. I, would, I would only watch it if I knew that at some point he super kicked a bear. That'd be pretty cool. To watch Shawn Michaels traipses well, through the Well, didn't he do a podcast? see a bear attack him and super kick it and just lay it out? I'd watch that. But he has to do a kick up first. Right. He's going to do the kick with the bear, swipe at him, and you kip up and bang. Real quick. <laughs> didn't, he do, didn't he do a podcast with... He'll talk with, to swipe and come back. Didn't he do a podcast with Austin? They were talking about getting Austin on his... Uh... Yeah, all he talked about was hunting. Yeah. yeah two hunters. You put them in the same room, they're going to yep. talk about hunting. That's true. And uh, they both have a long history with hunters. Yeah. <laughs> Hunter Hearst Helmsley's and then... There you go. <clears throat> actually shooting and killing So who... Animals. I think we were talking about this a little bit. Who, for, since we're going to gloss over a little bit uh, this week's show anyway. Yep. The, uh, the Rumble. Who is not in the Hall of F- Fame that you can say right now makes it incomplete. You got Bruno, you got uh Sting in there, Flair's in there twice, Hogan's in there, in there. Right? Yep. Brett's in there. I mean who would you say, you know what, this thing isn't Savage legitimate. Is finally in there. Yeah. Well it is. Yeah he is. Yeah, That's right. Lenny came out last year. Right. So. so who gives it legitimate Savage was a big omission. Rick Rude was a big omission. Rick Rude <sighs> I, very, very don't solid. get me wrong, I'm a I'm a Rude fan. Always have been. Not everybody's gonna be a main eventer though. Yeah. And he was good at what he did. He was great at what I he mean, did. one angle, first angle you think about when I say Rick Rude angle, what do you think of? Oh, the Jake. When he had Jake's wife on his nuts. There you go. There or you go. when he showed up both unshaven and clean shaven on Raw, Raw and, and Nitro, in the, the same, same night. night. Yeah. Yeah. That was a. Man. Somebody else recently did that. They showed up on like New Japan and TNA on the same night. Oh, really? Yeah. Now, you know what? It might have been New Japan. Just TNA. hearing that, here's a name that. I don't know. I think might, they get similar ratings. Might be uh, controversial, and it may create some cash. Controversy creates cash. Eric Bischoff. What about him? Should be in the hall. For what? Murder in WCW and letting. Uh... No, he he brought it up from the ashes, and uh, yeah, went back to the ashes after he got fired and Russo. I don't and... know if he did or Ted Turner's did. Ted Turner's money probably had a lot to do with it. Well, yeah, I mean that's what gave you the cheap ratings for a while. But not only that, but you had a you had an in house station. Yeah, you were never not going to have TV in WCW at the end. At the end, when Turner bailed, yeah, yeah. But you don't think that Bischoff deserves a, a spot? Hey, oi, oi, oi. Tell me, I don't think you could put him in because the only person you could really think to induct him would be Hogan, and you don't want Hogan on TV right now. <laughs> they're warming back up to Hogan. Yeah, they're that, that's there. not going to be for. But they're not there yet. You know, know who, that's that's actually a very good question. Really I think is. you know who I think you'd actually have him put in there, and this one of two guys I think you can have uh, induct Bischoff, and you're gonna think I'm crazy. One being Vince. Okay. The second, the aforementioned Ted Turner. Ted Turner, yeah. If you get Ted Turner on the WWE programming, that would be like, the ultimate win. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like that would be it. Um, like you think Bischoff showed up on Raw was big, right? Mm-hmm. And I still remember that Booker T. You're like, tell me, I did not just see that. Yeah, right. <laughs> what the hell are you? So that doing wasn't even, here? and I'm not even thinking of this next name. I'm not even thinking of him as oh, you have to have him in there to be legitimate. 
I have always been a fan of his, and I think that he deserves it. Luger. Lex? Luger. Is Lex in? Not in. Really? Not in. Wow. Not in. I don't know. Yeah, I guess. I know he had a bad. Yeah, he had a bad reputation backstage, in front of the stage, around the stage. He wasn't. He wasn't that great a worker. No, he really wasn't. When you sit back and you look at the technical aspect, I mean, they tried to strap the rocket on him, and it just failed so bad. But he was not get over. (sighs) Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't know. I just feel like he needs to be in. And then obviously you have Sting and Duckton. Yeah. So I mean, if that's what our criteria is, or Flair, you got a Flair and Duckton. Nah, so you got way more obvious, but yeah. Uh, but I think it, he's a guy that deserves to be, and he doesn't have to be a main, the main draw for the the WrestleMania or the uh, the induction. But I think he's a guy that it, it should go in. Another name just popped in my head. Two names: Howard Finkel in. Yeah, he is in. He belongs. He is in. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he is in. Two more names just popped in Talk my about head. The voice of a company. Howard Three Finkel. names. Oh my God! Three right. names. He's got popcorn in his head. Yeah. One Kamala. Kamala. Uh, yeah, I agree, but I don't know that you should have him there. Okay, he doesn't have legs. I get it. He doesn't. But I think... But that's not his only problem. Why? He's in rough shape all around. Yeah. And it's not so much like, wow, nobody wants to see that, but do you really want to put him on an airplane? Hey, I mean... Let him stay home and die. I mean, that sounds uh, awful, but... uh, Put him in posthumously. But it's not going to take that long. All right. Another name, again, popped in my head. I just read a, uh, a shoot interview with him. Bundy. I knew you were going to say Bundy, because I thought of Kamala and I thought of Bundy. Who's the last guy that would pop in my head with those two? Right. That's weird. Who's the next guy? It's just that era. Oh, wow. I don't know. One Man Gang. One Man Gang? Akeem, the African dream. I was going to say, they'd probably put him in as Akeem. They better not. No? No, because he did international stuff as One Man Gang. Yeah, I mean, I remember him in WCCW as the One Man Gang. Right. You have a lot of guys oh, out yeah, of there. was kind of a dark spot on that career. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. You have a lot of guys. In... What about Angle? Yeah, well, Angle, definitely. Definitely. I mean, for this year's class. He may be the headliner. He might be. Because he stopped taking indie bookings. He stopped taking indie bookings every year. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Him and John Gruden hang out at Laugh at the Early Rumors. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I... Difference Kurt is... Angle will come back with John Gruden as his manager. Thing is, is <laughs> Gruden stays out of coaching by his choice. Angle doesn't go back to WWE because they don't want him back. Angle's going to do whatever he wants at this point. He ain't going back to WWE. He might. No, it, he's been sucking their ass for the last two years. It, you know, he and I remember... He might show up in a couple weeks. They could, pop, they could use him to pop the rumble. That's a good point. And... Yeah, then you got to put him in. Yeah, then you got to put him in. Yeah. You just sign him in a Legends deal, pop at the rumble. Yep. And then, yeah. and then put him in. But there's a lot of guys, you know, I just talked about WCCW, there's a lot of guys that... Could go in from there. Yeah. And I'm starting to put in guys on their WCW merit. No, no. WCCW. Sure. World Class Championship Wrestling. Yeah. That's um, true. One name that just jumps out to me. I mean, they inducted the whole Von Eric family. That was cool. Chris Adams. The gentleman Chris Adams. I don't know if you can put Adams in. Didn't he kill people? He killed someone? Or he was killed. He was killed. Because he was a drunken mess. He was a drunken mess. Pulled yeah. his gun on the guy. A guy shot him. But it's he put been, Jake it, in. And Jake was a drunken mess. It's clean now. Yeah. Another guy, since we're talking about Adams, might as well talk about uh, Gino Hernandez. Gino Hernandez Did he had an escapes me. Oh, really? Yeah. He was basically the guy that started the whole downward spiral. Uh, when he died, he was a young dude. Okay. There, his death has always been, you know, just surrounding a little bit of mystery. Like, they found unprocessed coke in his stomach. Unprocessed coke. Wow. In yeah. his stomach. Yikes. So, 
they've always kind of wondered about was he that. Smuggling? He was he was snorting. However, what they're saying is people force fed it to him. This or he was side. smuggling. No, he wasn't smuggling. No, no, no. He was found in his apartment and the whole bit. And, okay. But he was his career was literally just getting ready to take there. And I've read some articles about him. I remember you told me about that. I was wondering if it didn't all so far that I'm pop uh, pop balloon. Yeah. You know what I mean? I got you. Yeah, but with him, what I was reading, you know, I I you know, I used to watch ESPN's uh, WCCW, and uh, just remember sitting back saying how great of a worker this was, and I was maybe eight, ten years old, yep. saying, "Man, this guy is good. Wow. This guy is good." And uh, but they basically said he would have been that generation's rock. Okay. He was that good. Okay. So, you know, YouTube some stuff and uh, oh, take a look at some uh, Gino I'll Hernandez. Gino Hernandez and yeah. uh, Gino Hernandez wrestler. I gotta imagine that's not an uncommon name, Gino Hernandez. Yeah, you might want to, you know, define that a little bit better. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I said, there's a few guys. You know, here's another name. Did you have, did you really get into WCCW? You know, you know, it's a good name though, and especially uh, now, if you're gonna put in guys just based on international merit, put in Hayabusa. Okay. Okay. Absolutely. Like he he died, and you don't put him in because he died. But it seems in the past that these things have sort of accelerated the process and made for a good... And if you need... Who did they put in last year? They put in some Japanese talent. I don't remember. He was close with a flair. I can't remember who it was, but they put him in last year. I can't remember his name. Um, wasn't Chono, was it? No. no. Masahiro Chono was the first name that came up to me, too. <laughs> but it wasn't Chono. He's another guy that probably deserves to be in there, right? Masahiro Chono? Yeah. Why not? Yeah. What about Fuji? Is Fuji in... Fuji is in. Okay. I'm pretty sure. What about Demolition? I think they're in. They probably are. Probably. I don't remember their speech. Maybe they're not. Yeah. Maybe not. Here's another name you may not re- recognize, and it's kind of kind of obscure. Again, sticking along the WC, WCCW lines. Um, either Bronco Lubich, which would be their referee. Bronco the guy, Lubitsch, yeah. The guy took one knee. Right. He was also a worker before that. And uh, Bill Mercer, their announcer. All right. He was, uh, these are some class guys. Now uh, we're digging deep at this point, though. Yeah. Well, really, who else is left to go in? It's like if you well, the they trot out year. eight to ten guys but every year. Every year you get new guys eligible too. What's eligible? There's no rules to this. Five years. Oh, that's football. No, it's fucking Flair got put in when he was wrestling the next night. He's fucking Ric Flair. Oh, I don't. And so did Sting, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> so you're just telling me that you know? I am. There are no that's rules. Exactly to this. what I'm telling you. So I actually just got an alert on my phone from CBS Sports, and I thought we already uh, went through this, but Lane Johnson is suing the NFL and the NFLPA. He'll lose. Uh, I'm sure he will. He didn't do due diligence, and that's his problem. He's uh, called the league, man. Exactly. Um, yeah, I, I don't know why they're. He's still trying to uh, still trying to fight with this thing. I think actually, you know what? I, he may not be he's suing. To save face. I think what he's doing is he's... Uh, it was 2015. It was Tatsumi Fujinami. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it sounds like he's trying to sue them for the 2000... This year's suspension when he really should be concentrating on last... Or the last time suspension. Because he got uh, pops for Adderall. And he may have had a prescription for it. Problem is, is Adderall at that time was a banned substance. Well, I mean, you know. I'm sure plenty, plenty of, of time to... I'm sure plenty of guys got a prescription for pot. But if they fail the test, they're going to get suspended. But Adderall is now legal. All right, but it wasn't then, was it? No, it wasn't. So. Yeah, I get I get what you're saying, but that made. And you know what? If he can figure out a way or a loophole to win this thing, 
So he gets set back to where, okay, your next one is 10 games. But he won't. Nah. I I agree with you. (laughs) That's just it. It's really that cut and dry. All right, so we're going to get back to the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Who needs to be in there? If Demolition isn't, that's a. If somebody knows and can uh, help us out on Twitter. Because they just lost the record. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. 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 I mean, you can't highlight. They can't be the. the, No, but what you can do is put them in now because the fact that they held the tag titles that many consecutive days is now fresh on people's minds. Exactly. And it's something that was introduced to this generation. Who do you do? You have New Day induct them. You absolutely have New Day. Puts everybody over. Because Fuji died. Yeah. Because otherwise you put Fuji in. Are you sure he isn't in already? I meant to have him induct, but I have no idea. Okay. I'm pretty sure he is. I'm going to look. At some point or another. Uh, Because I almost remember him coming out and uh, thinking, man, he chunked up a little bit. Whatever. He was always a little guy that was... Kind of, yeah. I mean, he was a worker movie. too. Was, yeah, Fuji was a boy. This list is long. He put in the Dudleys. Oh yeah, you have to. I mean, now this year, you kind of either got to go I don't know demolition the or the Dud or the Dudleys. I don't know the Bud is done yet. So yeah, I just saw something. He's but I know Devon's working backstage. He's hanging out like uh, doing personal appearances, like to watch Raw with Bubba. That'd be great. <clears throat> uh, I I keep seeing it on Facebook. It was popping up on my thing. I was like, what the hell is this? Better when you consider he probably wouldn't, you know, pass on an adult beverage or two while you're doing it. Yeah, it's well, anybody from ECW. There, yeah. Say. I doubt he'd get hammered with you, but. Yeah. Yeah, so what it, like, who else can you think of that really just needs to be in there? Like, this thing is not complete without th- this well, guy. I don't know. But, they, you know, we do this every year. We're we like, do. Geez, I don't know. Yeah. And then they come out with a name, and you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. I mean, I think it was pretty cool. Uh, actually, you know what? Uh, thinking of last year's Hall of Fame, Alondra Blaze, Medusa, whatever the hell you want to call her, did you happen to catch her on with Again, JBL? That was 2015. That wasn't last year. Oh, really? Yeah. No, I didn't catch her on JBL. Dude, oh, yeah, Fuji's in. Okay. On the network. Take a look at that, dude. She First off, I don't know if JBL was trying to flirt with her, fucking her, whatever the hell he's doing, but it was kind of a little uncomfortable for a couple minutes there. I wouldn't blame him for either one. Nah, she still looks pretty good, and she's damn near 60. Yeah. You gotta really give her some credit, good too. Good jeans I mean. on that one. Nah. You gotta give her credit, though. I mean, she did the whole wrestling thing, and then just jumped into a monster truck and took that world by storm. Absolutely storm. Demolition is not in, from what I can see. Okay. I could be wrong. Again, this is a long list, and I'm trying to get through it as fast as I can. Yeah. But absolutely demolition. And that would be a good year to do it. I, I agree. I mean, if you're gonna put them in, this is the year to do it. I'm in groups now. Who the hell even knows? Like, if uh, Vince or Hunter or whoever didn't have that idea. Oh, let them break the streak. We'll put, you know. Yeah, they're not in. Okay. I can't see them in. Here's here's a great question for you. In your eyes, when does Hunter go in? Because it's a matter of time. When is it okay to put him in? That's serious. It's okay to put Vince in. I think Vince is going to be posthumous. Yeah. By his own volition. By his own The thing of it is, is no matter how you do it, no matter how much he deserves it, he absolutely does Vince. Oh, yeah. And so does Hunter. Yep. Um, I mean, you could talk about how he buries people, but if you actually look at his win-loss record over his career, it's... Well, a lot of that has to do with that Terror Rising. Sure. No, I mean... Oh, as Hunter? Even if you look at it, like, around the time when he started burying people. But, uh, you know, again, he's one of these situations where if you really want to put him in, and you really want to put Vince in, and you want to put Steph in, and you want to put Shane in, when you put these guys in, you got to be real careful, because no matter how you do it, it's going to look a bit self-aggrandizing. It's going to look a bit, like, patting yourself on the back. And you really don't want to come off that way. Especially with something like your Hall of Fame, where, I mean, this is your way of celebrating the 
stars of yesteryear and things like that. You don't want to use that sort of a platform to pat yourself on the back. So it's it's probably going to be a while before Hunter gets in. I think Hunter will get in before Vince. Um, just because Hunter because is uh, Vince is going to live. Vince it's, is going to live to be 155. Yeah, <laughs> that probably that. had a lot to do with it. Probably outlive him. Yeah. But uh, we're going we're gonna to wrap this up the wrestling thing real quick. I want to one more question for you. Okay. One guy that would surprise you in the Rumble. A realistic guy? Because you know who I'm going to say. Sure. Muda. Muda. No. <laughs> realistic. Realistic. Surprise me. Something that actually could happen. That's a, that's a really good question. Um, in the Rumble, I'm just thinking back. I was reading an article today. The Hardys aren't going to be able to do it because their contract doesn't end until next month. Right. Um. And they're playing their cards over there in TNA. Or... Boy, that would be good. Would, yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, hmm, realistic. Jeez. Are we talking about somebody returning? Sure. Somebody returning. Somebody that's done it before. Okay. I mean, I'm asking you to define the parameters here. Every year the Rumble has these surprise entrants. Yep. And every now and some again, years, one of them really gets you. Yeah, some of them, yeah, some sometimes years Sometimes you get Drew Carey, sometimes you get Diesel. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um... Wow, that's that's a really good question. I, who would I like to see? Sure. Probably anybody I just mentioned for the Hall of Fame I'd like to see. Yeah. I'd like to see Lex go one more time. I know he's not in the physical shape to no. do it. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see Kurt. Bring him that's, the, that's the name that immediately popped into my head. Yeah. Um, That sets up a lot for him. You know what else is a good question? What is? You know what? Let me ask you this. What is the problem between he and the WWE? They can't agree on why he was let go. Still. They can agree it was painkillers. But they can't agree whose idea it was. Okay. And I think that Vince is probably a little pissed at Kurt just because he strapped a rocket to him and Kurt... No, Kurt ran with it. Intentionally fucked it up. Oh, he intentionally fucked it up. Really? Who had the funnel pouring the pills into his mouth? Yeah, they all take pills, but he knew he had a problem and he didn't do anything about it. He went to TNA. Yeah, that's what happened. (laughs) All right, fine, see ya. And he carried that flag for quite a number of years. Sure. Um... I mean, you say intentionally, he really meant to do it. All right, the guy had a problem with pills. That, yeah. you know, and I'm not, but any way, shape, or form, giving him an excuse. No. But at the same time, you got to, you really have to, uh, you can't say that he intentionally did it. No. He, I mean, if he had his druthers, he probably would have been in WWE this whole time, a multi-fucking trillionaire now. Yeah. Instead, he had to bang out a fucking living in TNA. Yeah. You know what I mean? Big fish, small pond. Exactly. I mean, Kurt's the obvious one. But who would, and I guess we really got to... I've got a question for you. Okay. Could you get Brian cleared for a battle royal? No. No? No. I know you can't get him cleared for regular work. No, you can't get him cleared for... Would would the place go nuts? Yes. You put Foley in there. Yeah, I saw that he lost about 10 or 15 pounds. Sure. He shaved. Yeah. He cut his beard a little bit. There's there's probably (laughs) five of them right there. (laughs) Um, But uh, I can see Foley Foley going up. I I can see Foley being in there. I can see Foley going to Hall of Fame. Yeah, he deserves it. Sure. He deserves it. I mean, if you want to talk about a guy that's ever given his body for the business, he legit has. When he dies, you should give it to science. <laughs> How many concussions? Like, they're going to find out, oh, yeah, he had CTE and it's all gotta that stuff. It's got to be triple digits. Like, <laughs> yeah, I would imagine. Triple, triple yeah, If not more. If not God, more. Man. I mean, he... It's like one of those things where, like, if they had a machine to test how many concussions he's had and the result came in, they would think the machine was broken. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't calibrate this right or something. <laughs> right. Yeah, with Foley, I think he's a situation where you're right. If they he donated his, they're gonna be like, "How did this guy ever even walk?" Like he says in his book, he had the he has perfect body for bumping. Yeah, flat back, wide ass. Yep. But hey. Kurt Angle's the name that comes to my mind too. It came to mind as my mind as well. It's just when we're being we're trying to be realistic. A returning guy. It, let's just go out on completely on a limb. 
All right. Punk up to these days. Punk is trying to get another fight. He's trying to. Yep. What are the realistic... We're talking. Uh, it'll probably happen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you tell I... me a few months ago, or maybe not, but they're kind of hurting for star power right now. They're kind of hurting for draws. McGregor's out until summer. Yeah. Rousey's... Yeah, we talked about that. Drawing power is diminishing daily. It is. Yeah. yeah I mean, it is. Yeah, absolutely. You gotta, um, you gotta win to continue to be a big draw. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta deliver. Uh... So, I mean, even if she was going to fight again, it's not going to be anytime soon. Ronda? Uh, yeah. And again, right. you're talking about maybe Summer. And the thing with that is, all right, let's say it doesn't go her way next time, or even she goes out there and whoops ass. You think she gets title aspirations to her? No. Because Stephanie McMahon came out and pretty much said, we're waiting for you, kid. Yeah, but... And she's only 29. Yeah. Um, my hope is she's just not going to be like, oh, I want to have a family with this fucking she's big She's older retard. than Steve Mason. There you go. <laughs> all right. Let us know who but you much like sexier. Let us know who you'd like to see in the Royal Rumble. Who would surprise entrant would really pop for you? Maybe a, you know, maybe a real American would hit. And some people would go nuts. I'm sure they would. Yeah. It's one of those things where it's ingrained in your brain. Not me, though. I've never popped for Hogan. Yeah. Never. It's one of those things where, like, for a lot of people, though, it's reflex. Mm-hmm. You can't even control it. Yeah. But... You hear those first chords and you just pop. Yeah. And you go, wait, with... why did I pop? He's 70 years old. With him and the thing with me and the thing with Hogan is, like, he just doesn't. After knowing what I know about him, how many people he's buried, the kind of shit that he does outside of the ring, blah, 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 that makes all the vitamin popping and all that bullshit just bullshit. Hey, man. Hey. Gotta pop somehow. Yeah, I got you. Well, Unless you're cyborg. Then you're popping the wrong way. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> all right, you're going to take this thing home <laughs> or what? We're going to put a bow on it right there. Uh, thanks for listening once again. Uh, you know, we'll have plenty more things to talk about next week. We'll have the Flyers Triumphant Return to Greatness, hopefully. <laughs> Uh, so we're going back to the seventies, are we? We're gonna, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna go by position by position in the next few weeks and do some cut keep with the Eagles. Figure out where we can get some money. Figure out who we want to keep. Who's worth it? Uh, yeah. We'll have more UFC stock with the VJ Penn coming up, and more Rumble talk. There's always gonna be more Rumble talk. There'll be more Hall of Fame talk. There'll be more Hall of Famers to talk about. Yeah, man. Thanks for listening tonight. Uh, I hope everybody has a great week, and we'll see you next time. Play. That was a great play by the cornerback. Yeah, game is over, but the Fisticuffs apparently aren't.